Shalom, everyone, tonight. Praise the Most High for you all being with us for our weekly Bible study, uh, our Wednesday Bible study. Uh, tonight, we're going to be dealing with, again, obeying Yah's word. This is part three, <clears throat> um, because it's important to obey Yah's word. We're going to start off with a word of prayer. Yah, we thank you tonight for your mercy. Thank you for your loving kindness. Thank you for being so good and, and compassionate toward us. Thank you for just being a wonderful father to us, a teacher and a guide. Yahweh, thank you for the for the rural kakodesh, your spirit, Yah. And I just pray tonight that you will forgive us as, as we humble ourselves. And we know that you are the almighty God, that, that there's no one greater than you. There's no one more powerful than you. You are sovereign and you stand alone. And Yah, we, we continue just to, we acknowledge our ways. We see our shortcomings things that we've done that we know that's not pleasing. We just ask for your forgiveness tonight of all of our sins, the things that we've done intentionally and the things that we've done unintentionally. <clears throat> and y'all, we just ask you to continue just to have mercy, help us to grow in our trust in you, our faith in you. For your word says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by your words. So help us to hear your word and apply it to our everyday life, not just be hearers only, but Teach us, Father, how to do your word. So we thank you for being good to us. Teach us, continue to teach us, Yah, about being obedient to you. So we praise you and we glorify you. In Yeshua's name, hallelujah. Amen. So tonight we're coming from, um, we're going to have some new scriptures uh, added to our, um, the ones we've already been using. Because it's important to be obedient and we want to just continue to deal with that. Uh, we're coming again um, on YouTube Live. So if, for those of you uh, who want to uh, listen, like our video, share share, share the videos, uh, Half Love Ministry on YouTube, or you can go to Podbean or, or iTunes, uh, Half Love Ministry, and listen to our podcast. Uh, we can like and share, and also you can go to our Facebook page, which is the same, Half Love Ministry, and also our Website, a half love ministry. Hit any of those links, and you can hear the messages that we teach. Um, so tonight we're, we're going to uh, begin, continue to deal, deal with being obedient. Uh, we're going we're going to start tonight with in, um, in Deuteronomy, uh, chapter number six, <clears throat> and we're going to begin at verse four. And, I, and um, so I'm going to just get started, and we're just going to expound on the word, and 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 as y'all leads us, it says Shema. Shema Yisrael, Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Chad. Hear, O Israel, Yahuwah, our God, Yahuwah is one. And you are to love Yahuwah, your God, with all your heart, with all, and with all your being, and all your resources. These words which I am ordering you today are, are to be on your heart. And your heart is your mind, your intellect. Uh, and you are to teach them carefully to your children. You are to talk about them when you sit at home, write them, when you are traveling on the road, and when you lie down, and when you get up. Tie them on your hand as a sign. Put them at the front of your headband around your forehead, and write them on the door frames of your house and on your gates. So, <clears throat> Uh, Moshe is teaching the children of Israel. He says, Shema Yisrael. The word Shema is the Hebrew word, which means obedience. It means to listen with the intentions to obey or listen with the intentions to do. So when Moshe is talking, he says, listen, Israel, and do. Then he says, Yahuwah uh, Eloheinu, Yahuwah Echad. Hear, O Israel, hearken, listen with the intentions to obey. Then it says that Yah is our Elohim, he's our God, and Yah is one, and you are to love Yah, your God, with all your heart. And that word love, we understand that, that, that Yah associates the word love with obedience. It's, 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 it's a following his command, it's a doing what he says. Yeshua says it uh, in the Gospels also, he says, if you love me, you will keep my commands. And the, the commands of the Most High. So your loving Yah shows that you're being obedient. And there's blessings behind being obedient. Being obedient to, to the words of the Most High. 
You know, so we're gonna we're gonna read we're gonna uh, read some of them, so so we can get an understanding. Deuteronomy twenty eight, verse one says this: If you listen closely, if you listen closely to what Yah your God says, observing and obeying all His commands, all His misvotes, His commands, which I have given you today, Yah. Your Elohim, your God, will raise you high above all the nations of the earth. And, and all the following blessings will be yours in abundance. If you do what Yah, your God, says. So, Yah says, if, if, if we listen closely to what he says, observe and obey all his commands that he's given us, that he will raise us high above all the nations on the earth. And all the following blessings will be ours in abundance. And there's many blessings. We're just going to read some of them. It says a blessing, a blessing on you in the city and a blessing on you in the countryside. A blessing on the fruit of your body, the fruit of your land, and the fruit of your livestock, and the young of your cattle and flocks. A blessing on your grain basket and kneading bowl. Hmm. A blessing when you go out. A blessing on you when you come in. Yahuwah will cause your enemies attacking you to be defeated before you, and they will advance on you one way and flee before you seven ways. Now listen, so we see, and there's many more blessings uh, that, that, that follows that, but we see that that listen, listening to, to Yah when he speaks to us, when he gives his commands to us, will cause him to, to provide for us. It will cause him to protect us. It causes them to bless our the fruit of our body, to bless our seed, our children. So to, to be obedient to Yah's word is essential. You know, if you want to be blessed, it's tied along with obedience. Uh, as, as, I, as I've said uh, last week, and, and, and as I said previously, many people associate uh, giving money, sowing seed, uh, as they say in these days, they associate that with being blessed. If they, if they give $100, $50, $1,000, they sell this money into this ministry and to this particular person, and they, they believe that Yah is going to pay them back, he's going to give back to them, and they're blessed. But let me let me, let me me explain something to you. That's not how it works. You can give all the amount of money in the world, but if you're not obeying the Most High's commands, if you're not obeying His words, if you're not listening closely, paying attention, if you're not Shema, Listen with the teachers to obey his words, then you can't, then you're really not blessed. He, 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 he will defend you against your enemies through your obedience to him. And listen to this, because I, I want to read something. Now, because di our disobedience is what causes the curse. Listen to this. L listen to what happens when we don't obey the word of the Most High. Because many people think that, that that's just the oldest. No, it's still now. If you're walking in a life, of disobedience, and you refuse to listen to what the Most High says, things will happen in your life. That's just that's the word. L listen to this. Uh, Deuteronomy twenty eight fifteen says, "But if you refuse, but if you refuse to pay attention to what Yah your Elohim says, and do not observe and obey." All his misvotes or commands and regulations which I am giving you today, then all the following curses will be yours in abundance. So it says that you if you refuse to pay attention to what Yah says and do not observe all his misvotes and regulations, which he's giving you today, then all the following curses will be yours in abundance. So 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 disobedience brings an abundance of curses. Before I read these curses, listen to this. When you enter into the covenants, uh, what's the most high, whether you are native born Israel, or whether you are grafted in. Once you enter into the covenant, you 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 you, you, are, you are entitled to every blessing and you are entitled to every curse. It's just up to you. It's just up to you which one you're going to receive. You'll receive every blessing by being obedient or you can receive the curses by being disobedient. You know, and, and, and as we know, hindsight is twenty twenty. We we we've seen that these these blessings that that this was given to 
Israel. And it was given to Israel from Yah through Moses. And he was telling them, to, hey, be obedient. Walk in the ways of the Most High. He's going to bless you. And we saw that there was more curses than there was blessings. Israel responded to the Most High by saying they're going to obey. And of course, we know that they didn't. And because of their disobedience, because of their lack of, of, of paying attention and their refusal to pay attention to obey the Most High, he caused them to go into exile until the, until the four corners of the world, until the nation. He caused them to go into slavery. Harsh trials and harsh treatment was upon them. And they came upon Israel, not because of Israel's enemies just feel like attacking them. It happened to Israel because of Israel's disobedience. So now, Yah said, Yah, he's, he's a God of patterns. So if we, if, if we born again, whether we want to call ourselves native born or, or whether we want to call ourselves grafted in, if, 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 if we enter into these covenants, then if you walk in disobedience on purpose and refuse to listen to the Most High's words, then you will receive every, every curse. Or if you begin to walk in purpose and walk being obedient to his word, then he will begin to bless you. He, because Yah will restore your life. He is the most high. He knows all things. He's immutable. He's sovereign. And we as his children have the responsibility to submit ourselves to him and for him to bless our lives and move into our lives and put us back into the position that he's called us to be. So listen to this. Uh, verse 16 uh, for being disobedient, if, 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 for refusing to pay attention, for not observing and obeying all his misvotes. Verse 16 says this, a curse on you in the city and a curse on you in the countryside, a curse on your grain basket and kneading bowl, a curse on the fruit of your body, the fruit of your land and of the young of your cattle and flocks, a curse on you, uh, a, a curse on you when you come in and a curse on you when you go out. Yahuwah will send on you curses, disaster, frustration, and everything you set out to do until you are destroyed and quickly perish because of your evil actions in abandoning, abandoning me. Yahuwah will bring on you a plague that will stay with you until he has exterminated you from the land you are entering in order to take possession of it. Listen to this. And, and, and we see, because of Israel's uh, disobedience, every, everything that Yah said would happen to them, because of their disobedience, happened to them. Now here's the thing. So why would we want to play with this? Why would we, why would we want to uh, play with that when we know that Yah is true to his word? That he means that he means exactly what he says. He, he ain't playing. So and we know these things. So our responsibility, you all, is to obey him. Walk in obedience. Of course, he knows that we have to grow. Now, now as, as, as I've said before, there's two types of sin. It's intentional sin, and then it's unintentional sin. Sins committed out of ignorance. So so y'all understands. That, that that we have to grow. He understands that when we come into the knowledge of him or even into the knowledge of who we are, that there, that there are certain things that we don't know. He understands this. So, we grow. So, so, so with the things that we don't have an understanding of, there's grace over that. But then he leads you and guides you into all truth. And the things that you do know you should no longer give yourself the excuse to say I'm only human. Or we all make mistakes. We have to understand that a mistake and a sin is two different things. A mistake is something that you do out of ignorance. Something that you do that you don't know that you're doing wrong. And then someone brings it out to you and show you, hey, you're wrong in that. That's, that, that, that. that's not how you do it. That's the wrong way or you're just wrong. And then we say, oh, okay. That's a mistake because we don't know what it is. But a sin, intentional sin, is something that you do 
and you know you're wrong. Because an intentional sin is something that you clearly have to think about before you do it. It's not something you do out of ignorance. For an example, intentional sin is murder. We know if we pull a pistol out and point it at someone and pull that trigger, it's a possibility that that person would die. And that's in our mind, the understanding of that. So we pull that trigger out and pull that pistol and shoot. Ain't no such thing as saying, you know what? Well, that was a mistake. I didn't mean to. Well, you understood the gun in your hand had the power to bring death. You understood the gun in your hand had the power to bring disaster into someone else's life along with yours. You understood that. But yet you made the decision to pull it out. That's intentional sin. And you don't have to continue to fall into that same pattern of doing wrong when you know you should not do wrong. The word says to him that knows to do and don't do it, to him is a sin. Why? Because you know better. And it's intentional. And you bring judgment upon yourself when you continue to do what's wrong from an from a in, a, a, a intelligent understanding of knowing you're doing what's wrong. And so, so now, what we have to do is and stop giving ourselves the excuse to say, well, you know, well, y'all knows my heart. God knows my heart. That's an excuse. Let, let, let me read another scripture to you all to help you with that. Jeremiah 17, 9. Jeremiah 17, 9 says this. It says the heart is more deceitful than anything else and mortally sick. Who can fathom it? I, Yahuwah, I, Yah, search the heart. I test the inner motivations in order to give to everyone what his actions and conduct deserves. So now listen, Yah says this, Yah says, Yah says, I search the heart. So Yah is telling us that he searches our heart. Your heart, any way you look in the scriptures, and it's talking about your heart, it's referring to your mind. So when Yah says he searched your heart, he knows your mind. He searched your mind. He knows your thoughts. He knows what you're thinking. He knows your intentions. He knows why you do what you're doing. And he says, I search the heart and I test the inner motivation. I test, I test that that motivates you. I search your heart. With, listen to this. I search your heart with a clear understanding of knowing that your heart is more deceitful than anything else. He searched your heart with the understanding of knowing that it's more than sick. He knows this. He's telling you this. And then he says, I search your heart. I test your inner motivations and in order to give to everyone what his actions and conduct deserves. So God is going to reward you based on your heart with your, and your actions and what your conduct deserves. So when you continue to go do wrong, y'all's going to reward you for the wrongdoing. See, in life, we all have choices. We have an evil inclination, and we have a good inclination. And the Most High, check this out. He appears to our good inclination. The adversary appears to our evil inclination. We have a will and we have a decision. We have a choice. When the most high, when, when, when the adversary appeals to your evil inclination, you have a choice. Your will is at play and you can choose to do what's right, to be obedient to Yah's word in spite of what the most high trying to bring your way. When, when, when Yah blesses you and give you something good, some word, you can choose to obey 
what Yah says to be blessed. Let's 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 go to we're gonna go to two examples. Our first example is we're gonna go to the book of Genesis. We're gonna go to the Torah and we're gonna go to the book of Genesis. And I'm gonna show you Yah appealing to someone's good inclination to get them to make the right decision. We're gonna we're gonna go to um uh Genesis 4. Genesis 4. You all ready? Let's go. Genesis 4 says this. The man, it's 4 and 1. The man had sexual relations with Havah, his wife, Eve. She conceived, gave birth to Canyon, or Cain, whose name means acquisition, and said, I have acquired a man from Yahuwah, from Yah. In addition, she gave birth to his brother, Havel, or Abel. Havel kept sheep while Canyon worked the soil. Soil. In the course of time, Canyon brought an offering to Yahuwah from the produce of the soil, and Havel too brought from the firstborn of his sheep, including their fat. Yahuwah accepted Havel and his offering, but did not accept Canyon and his offering. And uh, Canyon was very angry and his face fell. Yahuwah said to Canyon, Yah says to Cain, Why are you angry? Why so downcast? He asked him two questions. Why are you angry? Why are you so downcast? Now we just read in Jeremiah, Yah searched the heart, he tested inner motivations. He don't change. He's the same yesterday, today, forever. So that so that's always been his pattern. He always searched the heart. He always tests the inner motivations. He gives every man what his actions and conducts deserve. So he so he he asks Cain, even though he already knows the question, the answer. Why why are you so angry? Why are you angry? Why so downcast? And then he responds to Cain and says this. If you are doing what is good, shouldn't you hold your head high? And if you are doing, and if you don't do what is good, sin is crouching at the door. It wants you, but you can rule over it. Now listen, Yah is speaking to Cain. He understands why Cain is upset. Why can't it's downcast? There's issues going on here. And the issue is the issue really is bigger than just the offering. But there's issues. And y'all understands Cain what he's dealing with. So he tells Cain, he says, listen, it if you are doing what is good, shouldn't you hold your head up high? He tell he, he that's a question he asked Cain. Then he says, and if you don't do what is good, he's telling them, sin is crouching at your door and it wants you. It's right there and it wants you. It wants you. Sin, it wants you. He said, but you can rule over it. So Yah is appealing to Cain's good inclination to get him to overcome. He understands his heart. He sees what's going on with him. He understands what, what, what he's dealing with. And he's, he's giving him a way out. He's talking to him. He's appealing to his evil, to, excuse me, to his good inclination. And Cain's will is at play because Cain has to make a choice. And then we see the adversary, the adversary appeal to Cain's evil inclination. And we see the choice Cain made. Cain willed to kill his brother. And then he failed to take on the moral responsibility. So let's listen to this. So, and Cain had words, verse 8 says, and Cain had words with his brother, with his brother. Now, when we read Jasher, we see Cain and Abel having a conversation, and they're talking, and Cain is talking about he's in Jasher, he's talking about uh 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 Abel's uh sheep eat his fruit. And, and Abel responds to Cain and said, Well, you you wearing the clothes of, of, of my sheep. 
So they had words. They had a disagreement. They had an argument. So when you get time, look in the book of Jasher. And you'll see that. And then it says this. <coughs> and then it says, it says that then one time. It said Cain had words with Havel, his brother. Then one time. When they were in the field, Cain turned on Havel, his brother, and killed him. So he so 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 Yah spoke to him. He had a choice. The adversary appeared to leave inclination, and we see what his decision was. So listen, and Cain had to deal with that. He had to deal with his decision. There's a saying that I've heard years ago, and I like saying it because it's true. You look like your decision. That's true. That's true. Because you are today, you are right now today in your life because of the decision that you made yesterday. So you are where you are today in your life, whether it's good or whether it's bad, because of the decisions you made yesterday. Whether it was bad budgeting, bad decision-making as far as uh, 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 being promiscuous, um, stealing whatever decision you made in your past, or, or, or whether it's quitting school, or getting an education, or choosing to be obedient, and following the ways of y'all. Right now, you are where you are because of your decisions. So, so, so you are today, right now, because of the decisions you made yesterday, and you'll be tomorrow... Based on the decisions you make now today, everybody has choices. And e even though we have these choices, we understand that making good choices brings the blessing and making bad choices brings the curses. So we got we to gotta make the right decision and we got to understand that Yah says, Shema Yisrael. Yah is your God. Yah is one. He's your God, and you are to love him. And loving him means to obey, means to do what he is saying to do. And with all your heart, all your resources, with everything you got, you're to show your love, you're to walk in obedience to it, you're to respond to him in obedience. Then we read in Deuteronomy 28, if, if, if you listen closely, if you hearken, if you listen with the intent to obey, Closely to what Yah our God says, observing and obeying all his commands. That he'll raise us high above all the nations. He'll bless us in the city, in the field. He'll bless the fruit of our womb. He'll move in our life. He'll bring blessings to our life in abundance. Give us the victory over our enemies. But if we're walking in disobedience and we know we're not doing what's right, then he'll bring frustration upon our lives, cause us to become defeated, and then even scatter us. Listen, who wants to be scattered? Who wants, who wants to continue to have a life that's harsh? To have a life where you have no breakthroughs, but in your life, the reason you have no breakthroughs, and in your life, the reason that it's harsh it's because of your decision making, and you know, and, and you know what, and you know what's what's so selfish about us is that we do wrong, we'll sin, we'll have hardship, and we will be mad at God. We'll do wrong, knowing we're not doing right, knowing we shouldn't be doing what we're doing. Make the lame excuse and say that He knows our heart. And then when we're going through the trials because of our disobedience, then we say, I'm mad at him. That's kind of insane. That's kind of crazy because you look like your decision. Now, of course, we go through certain things because life, period. And when we go through things and we know we haven't done anything wrong, then we continue to be obedient because, yes, we will, we will be persecuted by people. We will have trials that come into our life. But Yah promises us that through every trial that we are to remain encouraged to have an understanding our brothers going through and that there is deliverance for us through every trial. Just remain obedient. Continue to walk in our trust. So yes, we're going to have trials. But now being disobedient, 
is a whole nother ball game in itself because this obedience brings calamity upon your life. The word says that he that's often being reproved shall utterly be destroyed. And that's without remedy because you continue to be doing wrong and have to be corrected. Then all of a sudden I just deal with you. And y'all says this, we're going to go to Psalms 1. Psalms 1. Psalms 1 is a blessing for being obedient. Listen to this. Psalms 1. How blessed are those who reject the advice of the wicked. Don't stand on the way of sinners or sit where scoffers sit. Their delight is in Yah's Torah. And on his Torah, they meditate day and night. They are like, listen, those who are obedient, those who, who reject the, the advice of the wicked and don't stand in the way of sinners or don't sit in the, ski, in the seat where scoffers sit, but their delight is on Yah's Torah and they meditate on it. Listen to this. They will be like trees planted by streams they bear their fruit in season. Not out of season, but in season. Their leaves never withers. And everything they do succeeds. That's being blessed. Walking in obedience. But now listen to this. If you're walking in disobedience and not obeying Yah's word, listen to this. Not so the wicked who are like chaff driven by the wind. For this reason, the wicked won't stand up to the judgment, nor with sinners at the gathering of the righteous. For Yah watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked is doomed. Think about that. Yah is true to his word. What makes an individual wicked? One who disobeys Yah's word. One who rejects the teaching. One who doesn't want to follow. One who refuses to listen. Follows out to other gods. Do things that they, they, that they know they should not do. Knowing that they shouldn't do it. That's wickedness. For everyone that's listening to me, and if you are a parent, Please give me the understanding of why you would let your child continue to do wrong and you know they're doing wrong in front of you and you don't correct it. I don't know a sane parent that would allow their child to continue to walk in disobedience in front of them and they don't correct it. A parent is telling a child, hey, clean your bedroom. When I come home, clean your bedroom. And a child never cleans the bedroom. Walk in the bedroom, and it's, it, it's like a tornado to hit it. And the parent has been telling the child for a week to clean your bedroom. And go in there a week later, and the bedroom is still dirty. And the parent just walk out and say, oh, oh well, that's just Johnny. And they go about their business. I, I've never met one. Something's wrong with that picture. I didn't grow up. If my mama told me to clean up when I was a kid, she meant what she said. She's still right now, probably about five one, and and she had a she had a smacking at the tip of her hand out of this world, and she meant what she said. I'm a father, and my wife. When we tell our children to do something, we mean what we say, and our children have a clear understanding that when we say what we say, we mean it. They don't. We just like the Incredible Hulk. They don't want to see us when we turn green. They won't like us. Well, it's the same thing when it comes to the Most High. When he speaks, he means what he says. And if we, as his children, don't walk in those ways of being obedient, then there are consequences. There are consequences for being disobedient. There are curses for being disobedient. And then there are blessings for being obedient. We have to make, we have to make the decision on what are we going to do? We need to obey Yah's word. Walk in his ways. Overcome a temptation. Let's go to James. Hallelujah. We, 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 we can. We can. 
overcome temptation. We don't have to give in because we're tempted. No. And now we have a strengthener. We have some call alongside of us, an advocate, an aid, the efficiency. We have the rural cockhole dash that, 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 that's on the inside of us that leads and guides us into our truth. That shows us the word of Yah, brings us into the knowledge of it, and enables us to overcome the adversary when we're tempted. We do not have to intentionally sin against the Most High. No, we do. Now, there are sins committed out of ignorance you don't know about. There's grace on that. You don't know, you don't know what's wrong. He brings you to the knowledge of it. Then you turn from it because you know what's wrong now. And you don't have to go back to that way anymore. But when you know it, when you know it's wrong to steal, and you 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 know it's wrong to steal, I don't care how hungry you are, I don't care the thrill you get from doing it, you know that stealing is not right. So what do we have to do? Don't steal, even if we're tempted. James 1, beginning at verse 12, says this, How blessed... Now, y'all says in the word by being obedient, do the rumbling, you're blessed. Right? David said in the Psalms, how blessed is the man that don't walk in his way. So you're blessed when you're being obedient. You're blessed when you're walking in the ways of the Most High. How blessed also, how blessed is the man, male man, female man, how blessed is the man who perseveres through temptation. For after he has passed the test, he will receive as his crown the life which Yah has promised to those who love him. Now what now? After he has passed the test, he will receive a crown of life which Yah has promised to those who love. That word love, that word love him, love means to what? Obey him. How do you show y'all you love him? Not by crying. I love you, man. I love you. No. By obeying him. So that, that, that's good because it says, How blessed is the man who perseveres through temptation. After he has passed the test, he will receive as his crown the life which Yah has promised to those who love him. No one being tempted should say, no one being tempted should say, I am being tempted by Yah, for Yah cannot be tempted by evil. And Yah himself tempts no one. So Yah don't tempt you to do what's wrong. So Yah don't, let, 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 me, let, me, let me explain. Yah don't, don't tell you, don't fornicate, and then you see a beautiful female or a, a handsome young man and you fornicate and say, well, you know, well, man, he told me don't do it. He brought that woman before me. He tempted me. The devil and you lying. That's not true whatsoever. Y'all don't bring you off of drugs or alcohol from being a drunkard or drug addiction and then you, then you, 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 you see what can make you fall off the wagon, or you see the drug and say, man, man, he tempted me. No. Yah will not put you in a position to make you sin against him. He don't want you to sin. He understands that the curse of the law and the wages of sin is the same thing. And they produce death. So why would he want you to put you, bring death to your life by making you fall? Listen to this. It says, no one being tempted should say, I am being tempted by y'all, for y'all cannot be tempted by evil, and y'all himself tempts no one. But So so, so what, 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 what's going on then? Verse 14 says this, rather each person is being tempted 
when, whenever he is being dragged off and enticed by the bait of his own desire. So when you see something, you can't say it's the most high tip to you. You can't say the devil made me do it. It's your own choice. You have power over the adversary anyway. So let's go ahead and kill that Flip Wilson spirit. Saying, well, you know, the devil made me do it. No, he didn't. The word clearly says, it clearly says, rather each person is being tempted whenever he is being dragged off and enticed by the bait of his own desire. Of your own desire. Then, having conceived, the desire gives birth to sin. And when sin is fully grown, it gives birth to death. Don't delude yourselves, my dear brother. So it's you. So you so so now listen. You have the full power. You have the Ruach HaKodesh because we have Yeshua HaMashiach who gave his life on our behalf. He became sin for us. He died. He rose. He resurrected. So now we have the Ruach HaKodesh on the inside of us. We have the ability to know Yah. According to John 17, 3, Yeshua says, ask Yah to help us to know him. Give us eternal life. And he said eternal life is this, to know you, the one true Elohim, or to know Yahuwah and the one whom he sent, Yeshua HaMashiach, Yeshua the Messiah. That goes in line with Jeremiah 31, where it says that all will know me. That word know in the Hebrew is yada, Y-A-D-D-A-H, which means to have an intimate relationship with Nah, with Yah. So now you have a relationship, you have Yah, you know him. He forgives us of our transgressions, of our sins. He brings, he brings us into relationship. He teaches us his word, forgives us of our sins, and gives us the ability to overcome the adversary. So now, when we sin against him and we know it's wrong, it's intentional because we know we shouldn't do it. And it's not Yah tempting us. It's not, it's not the adversary overcoming us. It's our own desire that's dragging us off and baiting us to, do, to sin. Don't delude yourself. Don't pull yourself off. Don't drown yourself in it. Don't deceive yourself. But no, but no. You, so, so to obey Yah, you can. If you want to be blessed, be obedient. Overcome the temptation. Verse 17 says, every good act is given. Every good act is giving. Every good act is giving. And every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father who made the heavenly lights. With him, there is neither variation nor darkness caused by turning. Having made his decision, he gave birth to us through a word that, listen, having made his decision, he gave birth to us through a word that can be relied upon in order that we should, that we should be a kind of first fruits of all that he created. Therefore, my dear brothers, let every person be quick to listen and slow to speak and slow to get angry. For a person's anger does not accomplish God's righteousness. Hmm. Listen to this, 21. So rid yourselves, so rid yourselves of all vulgarity and obvious evil. And receive meekly the word implanted in you that can save your life, your lives. Don't deceive yourselves by only hearing what the word says, but do it. For whoever hears the word but doesn't do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror, who looks at himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what he looked like looks like. Mm. But if a person looks closely into the perfect Torah, which gives freedom and continues, becoming not a forgetful hero, but a doer 
of the work it requires, then he will be blessed in what he does. He'll be blessed in what he does. Anyone who thinks he is religiously observant but does not control his tongue is deceiving himself. And his, and his observance counts for nothing. The religious observance that Yah, the Father, considers pure and faultless is this, to care for the orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself from being contaminated by the world. By the world. So we have so we so we can be obedient. We can overcome the adversary, you all. We don't have to give in. We just saw it. We just saw it. And I want to be obedient to y'all's word. And you should too. And you don't have to continue to give in. I used to be like that. And I'm and, and, and I'm doing better now. So I can clearly tell you that there's victory in your life when you want to walk in obedience. I used to then I have self-control. Had anger problems, aggressive, even to my own spouse, aggressive. And gave myself all kinds of excuses. Well, my father didn't teach me nothing. My mama didn't want that. No. If, if you you gotta take on the, your own responsibility, you, you gotta become accountable yourself. Acknowledge where you are. Submit yourself to the most high. Learn his word and trust in him. And don't make the bad decisions. Because Yah gives you the ability to think. He brings it to your mind. And it's, now, it's up to you to walk away. It's up to you to run from it. To flee fornication. To not steal. To not lie. Even when, when, when we came, before we came into identity. And we, we, we started learning Torah. And we had to give, give up the unclean eating. I used to make excuses. Just to get me a sausage and biscuit sandwich. I used to tell the most how well, you know, the sausage is cheap. The chicken sandwich costs $2.79. The biscuit, the sausage costs 99 cents. Then I say, you know what? Well, as the slaves, the slaves ate the bad food. We we this is how we was raised. All the slaves got the, the pork chitlins and the pig ears and the pig feet, and, and that's what we got. So so this is how it is. No, the devil is a liar, and you a lie too if you if you believe you talking yourself into that. I had, to, I had to become accountable and know that it did not please the Most High to continue to eat unclean foods. So I stopped eating unclean foods. And, and, and then I stopped saying, well, these are elementary things. There is nothing in the word of the Most High that's elementary. Everything he speaks has meaning and very significant. And who are we to make his word seem small? If he says under the Sabbath, that's not small, especially when you're not honoring. Honoring it can bring death to you, and you know you should honor it. It's a big thing. Under the Sabbath, under the feast days, you know, even giving up the, the things such as don't do Christmas, don't do Easter. I'm just throwing these things out because these are things that, that people struggle with because of their own desire, because they're, they're scared to hear what family has to say. They, they, they don't want to be persecuted. So, so we, 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 make, we, we make up all kinds of excuses to continue to wallow in sin. We make up all kinds of excuses to continue to go against the most high. Listen, let's eliminate the excuses. Excuses are just surely... They are just simply a smoke screen for the uncommitted anyway. So let's let's stop making up excuses and let's become accountable. Let's really lean upon the Most High. He's very compassionate. He's very merciful. He's full of grace. He does loves us. He brings us out of darkness. First John 1 and 9 says, If we confess our sin, then he is faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So we can turn to him, we can teshuva, turn to him from those things that's hindering us and begin to walk in obedience to his word. So let's do that. Let's walk in the ways of the Most High. He is good and he loves us. Hallelujah. He loves us. I know he loves us. Because I mess up a thousand times a day. And, I, and he still forgives me.
Hallelujah. I've grown in a lot of areas and I still have a lot of growing to go, but I understand that he's with me every step of the way and I choose to obey him in spite of the opposition, in spite of what I'm faced with, in spite of the trials and the tests I encounter, I believe that he can bring me out. I understand his word says that he tests the inner motivations of my heart. So I try to, I try to keep my heart right. You can do the same. There's no difference between you and I. We're all children of the Most High if we walk in His ways. He promises to bless and deliver, to discipline, and to be with all of His children. Hallelujah. So that's, that's done for tonight. We're going to have part four uh, this coming up Shabbat because it's very important to obey the Most High. It's very important to obey Yah's word, to walk in His ways, to listen intently. So we will. We're not done yet. We still talk about being obedient. So praise Yah for being so good to us. Praise Him for keeping us. He's good to us. He loves us. He'll teach us. And you and you can take that to the bank. Amen. So let's see what a word of prayer. Excuse me. Hallelujah. Yah, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you, Yah, for your loving kindness. Thank you for your mercy. We ask you, Yah, to forgive us, please, of all the things that we've done. Sinful things whether it's been intentionally or unintentionally, Yah, we ask for your grace. We ask for your compassion, your mercy over that. And we pray for your forgiveness. We ask you to help us to walk in trust, to walk in obedience, to lean upon you and to see you as our Father who loves us. Yah, even as the prodigal son or the self-righteous brother, you was a father to both of them. And they both had issues. You restored the younger son when he came home and you let the older son know that he's always had you. So I pray that you help us have that same mindset to know that you're always with us. You restore us and you keep us. Help us, y'all, to walk in your ways, to not walk in disobedience, to not walk in sin, but to walk in your righteousness. Y'all, we thank you and we glorify you in Yeshua's name. Amen. Amen. Um,